Welcome back to the Bush League Podcast. I am your co-host, Dalton Thompson. He is Zach Ashby. Zach, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Dalton. I just have a real quick question for you. Yes, ask away. The pod is, is uh, Shohei Otani, is he a St. Louis Cardinal on August 1st? Zach Ashby, I'm glad you asked because I, I think... Shohei Otani, it may not be by August 1st, but <laughs> I definitely think he's going to be a Cardinal in some form or fashion. That'd be really cool, at least. But, uh, um, you really think so? I, I don't know. I'm so like, <laughs> I love the like interactions with him and Lars. Like, it's it's awesome, and, and everyone's hyping it up. You'd have to think like, there's some kind of repertoire there, right? Like guys go and play for teams that they their friends are playing on. Like it's no new thing. He's the only know? MLB like, well besides Darvish and. Yeah, there's a lot of pitchers on that team, uh, but Lar I think Lars is the only other. Oh, uh, uh, the guy that the Red is Sox it Seiya, signed. Is it Seiya Suzuki? Is he on there too? No, he's yeah. hurt right now, but. Um, there's a guy that that just got signed by the Red Sox this last year that oh, was that's over right. there, like uh, Tanaka or something like yeah. that. Yeah, but he he's a uh, he's on that too. He's gonna be really good. But yeah, I'm a, I'm really enjoying like all of the uh, interactions between Newt Bar and and honestly all of Japan. I mean, it, yeah, I, I think he's like sweeping the the country right now. His, yeah. Uh, He's everywhere. His popularity is awesome. Oh, I'm so I'm currently watching the World Baseball Classic. Um, Zach's not able to watch it, but I'm just gonna break down plays whenever they happen. Will Smith just about put one in the gap, but Alec Thomas is really fast. So there's your in-depth play-by-play analysis from yours truly. But uh, that's a good that's a good jumping point. Um, Zach hasn't got to watch as much of the World Baseball Classic as I have. Zach kind of sees it more in clips. But um, I watched the first game of Team USA last night. And, buddy, we have two cornerstone MLB players front and center for everyone to enjoy. It's awesome. It's been crazy how how, uh, how much like the Cardinals have impacted all these, all the WBC teams, right? Like yeah, Edmund on, with Korea and uh, uh, Lars, Lars you know, with Japan, Japan. literally Eo with has uh, Mexico. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Those videos of the entire crowd, like after somebody scores <laughs> somebody, bringing them, everyone's bring them doing it. It's crazy. I love it. Um, it uh, it's gonna be really cool to see him come back in like the you know on opening day he's probably batting lead off. He's gonna get. One of, if not Lord. the biggest, ovation whenever he gets well, announced. Yeah, and and even with Team USA, like that was pretty much that was a lot of their Team USA's offense was Goldie Arnado last right. night. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's pretty incredible how how all of the Cardinals players are taking over uh, a, a lot of what we're seeing on TV right now. You know, it's uh, anything baseball related. I feel like the Cardinals are kind of ingrained in it, in a sense. You know, it's the tinfoil hat, uh, you know, Cardinals fan. But, you know, I 
it, it's cool to see, you know, Goldie, Arenado, Wayno all out there on the same field representing their country and then turn around and Lars Newtbar and Shohei Otani are, you know, best friends in Japan and Tommy Edmonds driving in runners in Korea. You know, it's, it's really in geos striking out USA players, you know, like that's, exactly. that's probably going to happen today. Uh, we're in the bottom of the fifth. It's seven to one. Uh, maybe he doesn't even get a chance to, but either way, it's, it's pretty crazy how we're just kind of, and uh, this, this uh, reliever we just signed uh, Guillermo Zuniga. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude's electric throwing like one Oh two. It's crazy. Yeah. The, um, yeah, this has been this has been the most I've ever seen like carnal love on any platform on right. any social platform I've ever seen because usually, you know, spring training rolls around and it's oh, you know, Carls are mid, Carls are second placers and the central centrals, you know, that's you not never ever won a chance to catch up. That's what we're Yeah. Doing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, this is the most you know, St. Louis Cardinal love I've seen in, in, in quite it's, some time. It's nice to see. It's nice to see our guys get the love that we we also share in. You know, it's <laughs> it's really cool. Um so I'm I'm pulling up the uh I'm pulling up the Cardinals stats for uh the World Baseball Classic just to see kind of where they, they rank amongst uh international players. Lars uh is six for fourteen uh, with three RBIs. Let's see. Um, I know Arenado had like what four hits the other night, or three or three or four hits uh, uh, yeah. last I'm night for, for uh, their stats right now. But Tyler O'Neill went off today. He went four for four, two walks, a double, four RBIs. Um, that's a guy we haven't even talked about. You know, he's uh, he is really showing out. On that side of it, former Cardinal Randy Rosarena uh, is absolutely eating us alive right now, which is uh, Sad. not been not been not been fun to reminisce on. But <laughs> yeah. you know, you win some, you lose some. We definitely lost that. So one. I guess that kind of also brings up another question of: Do you think that the World Baseball Classic is helping Tyler O'Neill's case with the outfield situation? I, I think it is. Case? I think it really is. I was just talking to my dad about this today. Shout out my dad. I think he's the only one in my family I haven't shouted out yet. But uh, <laughs> I, we were talking today about it, um, just like the Cardinals outfield battle. And we we were like, yeah, Car- I, I'd throw Carlson in center, Newt Barr in center, Carlson in right, and, and then Jordan Walker in left, or O'Neal in left, or if you put O'Neal in left and Jordan Walker's DH, and then where does Nolan Gorman play? If he plays second, where does Donovan play? So it's kind of a – there is a hitch in the gear of, of who's going to get playing time this year. So I I suggested – I said, hey, if I'm John Mozalak, I'm, I'm putting Felix out for everybody. I don't even care if, you know, like I have the true intention of trading any of these players. I'm at least like – picking up the phone and calling people like, Hey, uh, this guy's available. What do you got? You know, I think with Tyler O'Neill, uh, kind of showing out in the WBC now and Dylan Carlson who had a good week. I, I did write down, he went, he's, he went three for 14 this week with two bombs and a couple walks. Uh, he's got some RBIs. He's having good at bats though. He looks comfortable at the plate. 
he's hitting the ball better from the left-hand side, which is his weak side. And he's making improvements on that. So like it, it's the matter of we've got four outfielders and three spots available. So, so what do we do? So what do you think, Zach? Like what, where, if you're, if you're throwing names out there, who are you listening to the most right now between the, the three main outfielders that we have between Lars Newtbar, Dylan Carlson and Tyler O'Neill? Um, you know, after seeing what Tyler O'Neill did today, because I don't like, you know, Dylan Carlson, Carlson, he's been doing really well in spring training, but if you really honestly think about it, he's playing mostly at this point, he's playing, you know, double A, triple A guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, not, nothing against them or nothing, but you know, you have Tyler O'Neill who's playing in the world baseball classic with, you know, well, I the, will say, I mean, the pool. He, he had, yeah. He had, uh, he had four hits today against, uh, oh, who were they playing? Italy, I think Israel, uh, teams that, you know, qualified and, and probably, you know, don't hold a candle to the talent that we have. But nonetheless, like these guys are all showing out right now. And especially Jordan Walker, um, who had an, another outstanding week. Um, he went uh, five for 12, no extra base hits or anything. Um, well, he had one extra base hit, but no ribbies, no walks, nothing like that. But he's not striking out and he's, he's, having big league at bats so I mean, for this, me this is just a it's it's a good problem to have oh yeah it's, it's quite honestly a good problem to have just because i mean i mean you have what four or five outfielders who are just absolutely just right tear. juan Yepes having a good spring um had his first alec, alec burleson another one having a good spring i mean we've legitimately got six outfielders that could all start on any major league roster right now, you know? Um, so for me, it's good to have depth, but how long does depth turn bad? You know, if, if we have three guys uh, starting every day in the big league squad and those other three guys are starting every day in AAA, I mean, you rot away after a while. You know, if you, you're, you lose your potential, you lose, you know, confidence if you're not getting called up, getting, you know, serious at bats and things like that. So, it's all about towing that line of potential for the Cardinals. You got to cash in on most of these guys' potential early. So if I'm if I'm in the front seat, you know, directing the Cardinals where to go, I'm I am seriously suggesting throwing Dylan Carlson out to the world and seeing if we can go get like a number two or number three starter from a team that maybe isn't in, in contention this year. Yeah, I like that too. Um, and I know we talked. About- you know about certain pitchers or whatever, but it seems like every pitcher I brought up seems like they just got hurt this past right. week. You know, we're done with that. What he had a forearm strain or something like that. Quintana's but, out. Yeah, Quintana, all those guys. So Frankie Montes is out. Yeah, but you know, like going off what you said about it makes you really think if Mazalek really is that smart. You know, it's crazy because I just I just seen a tweet about that where he's like some like. He, he can see in the future because it's crazy. You know, Rodon and Montes, they sign with the Yankees, both get hurt. Harrison Bader gets ready to the Yankees. He's hurt. Do. Uh, man, what else did he do? What else did, ha, that we all thought he was going to do this past year? And 
it just didn't work out. Yeah, um, it's uh, Jose Quintana gets hurt with the Mets. I mean, like <laughs> he'll he'll be back, but still, it's uh, it's pretty incredible how you look at like hindsight twenty twenty. Even a week ago or two weeks ago, you and I were like, you know, oh, I wish they would have gotten him or whatever, you know. And now we're now we we're like, not uh, not even, you know, being a being as smart as Jose like obviously is. So credit to him. He must he must see stuff that we just don't see. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's got to be what it is. I, it, you know, that's why he gets paid the big bucks, and that's why yep. we pay to watch them. So. Yep. Exactly. But the Cardinals did go uh, four and three during spring training this week. Um, you know, they're they're playing well. Uh, everyone looks really good. Some standouts, obviously, Brendan Donovan uh, went five for twelve this week. Donnie, five for twelve, two bombs. He is looking really, really good. Um, you know, I think he's kind of cemented his his place at second base, which then you know obviously moves Tommy Edmond to short, which leaves a uh, a question of what what do you do with Paul DeYoung and Mason Wynn? Man, you know? let me tell you what, um, that game today, you know, people keep people give you know Mason Wynn grief about oh he you know he throws a hard miles out across the diamond, da, 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 whatever, like you know, but I mean, dude rakes. Yeah, and I don't know if you saw the the Kisner throw to second. Yeah, with the the catch he had today, the play, the uh, oh, tag that was awesome. He's he's just he's an athlete. He goes out. He kind of remind he like has that Aussie like that Aussie Smith build. Like he's yeah, just, a little bit. He's just athletic and goes out there and I don't know, man. I, I it's just it's hard for me to like even see these guys get traded. Right. But, um, it's one of those things where it's like. You either well, and and obviously, we're seeing glimpses of Mason Wynn to make us feel like he's ready to be a big leaguer, and I do. I think he's, you know, either right there or he's on the cusp. Yeah, I was saying uh, I would have him as my backup to Tommy. Quite right. honestly. Well, that's that's kind of the tough part about it, right? <laughs> you have him. You have him on the big league squad. What he play, if he backs up Tommy Evans? Tommy Evans playing every day. He, yeah. I think he averages 160 games in a season. He's he has a he has a high motor. He's not someone who's going to get a lot of rest. Someone like Brendan Donovan who can you can you know swap in place and whatnot. But you got to have him out in the field. So if Tommy Edmonds not playing short, he's playing second. Mason Wynn's playing short. Mason Wynn gets what 100 games, 100 start, not even 100 starts probably. Yeah, 100 I mean, at bats at the most. Yeah, which is good to you know soft soft uh, land them into the big leagues, but would he benefit more from getting 500 at bats in AAA consistently? You know, that's the I think that's the biggest question that the Cardinals have to answer. Yeah, um, what's gonna what's gonna help him develop so that when he's 21, 22, 23, he's even further along in his progression. That's true, and then, but you know, and also, it, say we, you know, we keep DeYoung or whatever up until trade deadline. That might, you know, maybe that'll open. Maybe it'll come up during the trade deadline and right you know, come up that midseason. Um, but either that or be a trade piece to something bigger, yeah. you know. Which I don't, I don't necessarily know if I want. Like he's, he looks good. 
Um, he's showing glimpses of what he could be. Obviously, Jordan Walker, I think, is more that person now yeah. when Mason Wynn's kind of just showing a, a, a little glimpse of, of what could be. But, um, you know, I think Mason Wynn could be a good piece also, you know, to, to dangle at the trade deadline or um, even in the, the talks now. I, 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 you know, not saying that the Cardinals should trade him, but if someone comes knocking with a with a big piece, you know, an ace or a, a middle of the lineup hitter, I I'd probably listen. I'm not sure about Mosaic, but Mason Wynn's stock is at an all time high right now. He's 20 years old. He's showing that he's at least almost big big league ready for a team who might want to build a team around like a cornerstone shortstop who potentially, you know, I I, I would definitely throw his name out there if if someone's offering a decent pitcher or, or you know player yeah it, but it's you know it's also the it also well it, this is what scares me is the it's the uh, contra it's the you know, oh yeah yep. what they turn out to be what they turn out to be right so maybe that's why I'm, i do not want to see some of these prospects get traded but then again, it's it's one of those things where do you need better more pitching or do you need more infielders? Well, and at the at the time, you know, we needed Marcelo Ozuna. Obviously, we were our first and second picks were not available or didn't want to come. But um, you know, we, at that time when we traded Alcantara, you know, uh, Alcantara to the Marlins for Ozuna, you know, that was our biggest need at the time. And and he he goes on to win a Cy Young and he's really good. Whatever Cardinals still make the playoffs at a higher pace than the Marlins. So you yeah. know, and even the two years after that, Ozuna was a big piece of that. Uh, you know, well, he, or the hey, playoff team. He was he was also he was he's a pretty big name. Yeah, to, to get for him. So, right. um, but it's, uh, it's one of those things. It's like you know, I I wish. Uh, I wish we still had Sandy Alcantara, but you know, we also I also am very happy that we make the playoffs at a much higher rate than the than the Marlins do. Exactly. I've um, tried that a hundred hundred out of hundred times. Yeah, I don't know. That's probably why I'm not front office guy. And if I did, I'd be <laughs> starting Jordan Walker and Mason win probably, but Well yeah, you would have DFA Dion yesterday. He would have been gone three three years ago. <laughs> It's tough because it's like you want to try and trade him, but he's got a higher contract than probably what he should be making. So you DFA him, and then he signs with somebody, and he figures it out elsewhere. And it's another one of those Cardinals that gets away kind of thing. So, like Matt Carpenter. Yep, my my boy, my baby boy. I really yeah. hope he uh, keeps keeps going. Game, but you know, last year, and now he's a Padre. So I mean, I always look forward to seeing him play. He's always yep. been. Billy's been a good guy too. I will definitely be going to a Cardinals Padres game this year. That's yeah, definitely. Fact. He had a picture the other day that I seen. He just like majestic. Yeah. With that mustache. Yep. I still follow him. He's a uh, my favorite yeah, Cardinal. Follow- favorite Cardinal of all time. Oh, took, took the place of uh, Jim Edmonds. <laughs> Generationally, now I'm moving more towards like a Tommy Edmond. Yeah. Well. I wish uh, at this point, I wish I could just listen to Jim Edmonds on the TV. But yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be yeah. a good season. I'm excited. I, I've I've really enjoyed listening to Chip Carey 
Like, yeah, he's, he's, been, he's been really good. He's really good. He's got this like soothing persona and voice. I like it. He's gonna be he's gonna be fun to listen to. And yeah, I love I, Brad. I love Brad Thompson too. He's awesome. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. Uh, I've met him a couple times over at Ballpark Village. He's he's super nice too. Um, I just can't wait to listen to uh, John Rooney. Yep. Yep. Consistently, he. I always turn the radio on and and watch the game. I'd rather do that because just listen to you John. Mute Rooney. the TV and listen to John yeah. Rooney. Yeah. So just listen to him is just so nostalgic for me. Him and both you know Mike Shannon too, but he obviously doesn't. You know. The uh, great that, Mike Shannon retired. Yep. He that's probably best for him. Yep. Life. Yep. I think so. Yeah. Those last couple seasons were a little shaky. Yeah. Little shaky, Mr. Shannon. <laughs> but um, some yeah. other Cardinals. Well, here some other. I I wrote down a couple uh, standouts that really surprised me a little bit. Just going back and looking at stats, uh, Juniel, who. Uh, we still I, I don't I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Do you want to give it a shot? Juniel? Uh, Is that his last name? Let me, let me pull him up. Let's try it together. We'll uh we'll figure it out by hook or by crook. Roster. It is Juniel. Juniel. Is he a non roster? Yep. Quera C. Cuerasuto. Oh, uh, yeah, Caracito. I actually wrote that in my notes. I did, that's his last How to pronounce name. it? Caracito. Caracito. Yeah. Well, Juniel Caracito went 5 for 16 this last week with a couple doubles, some ribbies. Uh, he is batting 318 uh, on spring training. He's got a 727 OPS. So uh, he's putting up some good numbers. So is Taylor Motter. Uh, Taylor Motter, seven for twenty-seven. He's got a bomb. Uh, strikes out a little bit. Same with Moises Gomez. I think that's going to be the the big factor of him making the squad or not. Is that he leads the team in strikeouts. Uh, he's had twenty-nine at bats and he's struck out fourteen of them. So it's a high clip. It's double what he uh, double the amount of hits he has. Yeah, and um, we'll he rakes though. I mean, he he hits well. Yeah, I mean, he either makes hard, long contact or he makes no contact. Yep. That's what kind of sucks about it. But um, who else? Uh, Kramer Robinson had a good game today, too. He had a double. Yeah. Run. He had a, yeah, he had a bomb. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, who else did we – who else did play? I had Dylan Carlson, too, was one of my players. Uh, I was really happy about uh, performing better. Obviously, we kind of touched on him a little bit, but – the Cardinals look good right now. I'm really yeah. happy with uh, their progression throughout spring training. I think during these next this next week, by the time we record this next episode, uh, I'd say the roster will be in the 40s. I think they're going to start really trimming down how many guys they have out there. I think you're they they've sent down a, a bunch of guys. Shout out my guy Wade Stouse. Uh, got sent to minor league camp, but. Uh, Got a taste of it. He's going back, but okay. he uh, they they've started sending down more guys. So you know we're gonna start seeing a lot of uh, mainstays. You know guys who maybe a little closer to duking it out for positions and whatnot. So I think it's gonna really start thinning out the roster this next week. Yeah, well, we only got what two weeks left? Maybe not even. 
Yes. That was a sweet play. They just took away a base hit from Arenado. That's crazy. Yeah, I think we've got two weeks of spring training. Opening days on the 30th, and today's the 12th. So 18 days till opening day. Mark it down. Put it in your calendar. (laughs) I I bought a bunch of tickets. I'm ready to go see some Cardinals baseball. I'm just ready to be back in the stadium. I, I love spring training just because you see your guys again, and it's nostalgic in a sense because you haven't seen them out there, but... There's you nothing like it. that season starting and, and everybody just firing on, on on all cylinders. You know, I'm I'm really excited for that. Yeah, just walk walking into you know left field or right field bleachers. I just get I get. Chilled. There's a popular <laughs> question. Where which side of the field do you enter on? Uh, left field. Yep, that's where I do too. No, right. most of the time. Where do yeah, you right. park at? That's another one. That's like a, it's like those questions you hear a lot in St. Louis. Where did you go to high school? You know, where do you park when you go to Cardinals games? I can't tell you that because I get it for. You cheap. have a secret spot. I have a secret spot. Well, I got one too. I'll trade you. I'll trade mine for yours if you give no, me. I'm too good. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Y'all are hearing the downfall of the Bush League podcast. Oh, yeah, it, it's <laughs> good spot, and I pay honestly. Like- I, I'll pay a little bit more money to park be, be closer. close to the field. Yeah, for postseason, I paid like – Oh, I paid for the, I paid I for the uh, car garage right across the street from Bush. And it that's was, that's where Kristen and I usually park. Shout out Kristen too. I don't know if I've shouted her out yet, my fiance. But that's where we park um, over by Ballpark Village and uh, One Cardinal Way. That's the side that we park on in that parking garage. It's easy to get out. I like parking in Ballpark Village, that little parking yeah. lot. If yeah, you- I got some contacts that live uh, at One Cardinal Way, so i I like to uh, I like to enjoy the game from over there sometimes too. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, okay. I got a. So I'm looking at. Um, I guess I can say it. DraftKings. Uh, they're over under for regular season wins for the Cardinals. What do you think it is? What do I think it is? Yeah. It's going to be something disrespectful. I'm going to say it is. 89 and a half. Nope. 88 and a half. You're over. I you're was right. close. I was almost on it. Yeah. No We're free both- ads, by the way. We're, I'm not a, I'm not a DraftKings guy. Shout out my sports book. I actually, I'm sweating out a bet right now. It's not, there's no chance that the team USA is going to come back and win this, but <laughs> Sucks. We're both gonna be over on that. Yeah, yeah. I I think I think realistically, I think the Cardinals end with like ninety three to ninety five. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell with everybody playing each other this year. What's what's gonna happen? Oh, that's true. Yeah, I I haven't even thought of that as an element, really. Yeah, and it's it's kind of a. A lot of the series that you usually are not going to see, like, you know, Cleveland Guardians, like, they're only two game sets. Right. Yankees sets, Mets, or not Mets. Uh, is Toronto two game or is it three? Uh, so I was looking at the schedule the other day because I was trying to plan out, like, you know, what games do I want to go to? What teams do I want to see? Obviously, we're, I'm going to opening day to see the Blue Jays. 
But um, I think majority of them are three three game sets, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Some weird two gamers in there. Mar- the Mariners, uh, we go to Seattle in April for a three game set. Then the Angels and Tigers come into town the first week in May. Um, then we go to the Red Sox for three games. You know, all these are three game sets. And I think, um, I think, I don't think we play a ton of uh, two and fours anymore. I think maybe with like, you know, we might play a four game set against a, a division opponent or something like that. But I don't think you're going to see like a random four game set against the Dodgers anymore. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, we never mind. We have a four game set with the Dodgers the 18th, 19th, 20th, and 21st of May. So. <laughs> At LA or is that at home? Egg on my face. No, that's uh, that's in St. Louis. Okay, that's gonna be a good series. I haven't got to see. The, I got to see the Dodgers play uh, Kansas City last year, and that was it. But I, I don't know if I've seen the Dodgers in person. I'd love to watch a Mookie Betts game. I'm a big Mookie They're guy. Pretty cool to see Fred, Freddie Freeman and uh, LA Dodgers. Oh yeah, that's true. First season with LA. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm. I have some series circled that I I really want to go watch. Um. Obviously, I want to go watch the Yankees. Um, the Angels would be cool to watch. I'm going to see the Blue Jays. Uh, but I, I don't want to buy tickets until it gets closer because of Shohei's pitching or if I can figure out kind yeah. of a, you know I, when I, Shohei might pitch. Yeah, I, I went ahead and bought just all three games just because. Oh, that's a good idea. Well, and I'm off for pretty much a month uh, when I get when I get back. So I'll have 30, 32 days of just straight baseball games. So it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll definitely have to go watch a, a right. bunch of those. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm super stoked. I don't know. There's not really a good season. We're so, and um, once again, we're going to shout out the socials real quick. Uh, Zach, what's our Instagram? Bush League official underscore. And our Twitter is Bush League underscore pod. Once again, that's Bush League underscore pod. We have an email account. We're waiting for somebody to send us some questions, some topics. Uh, We're both going to work our people and see if anybody will send us some questions. Um, Our email is Bush League Cards Pod at Gmail. Once again, that is Bush League Cards Pod at gmail.com anything else you want to cover um i mean all i know is shohei otani he's going to come to bush at the beginning of we got a show out in may and i think he might get a absolute roaring eruption when he gets his name called yeah I think he. I think what's gonna happen is. Wouldn't that, that be sick if we just gave Shohei a standing ovation in his first at bat? He would. He'd be like, "Whoa! Like, I want to play here, dude." I um, hope so. That's the hope. Get him and Lars out there together. Oh, that'd be sweet. Edmund too. Yeah, I think uh, we got to treat it as if it's a you know top recruit you know coming for their scouting visit. You know. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta we gotta really wow this guy. So everybody listening to the pod that's going to to uh, that series in the first week of May, show out, show hey, show him why we want him to come to St. Louis. If why he, he should, if he 
ended up in St. Louis. I will, I will never, ever, ever say anything bad about John Mosellock. <laughs> the Cardinals front office as a whole. I would never sign him for life. Yeah. Sign him for the rest of his life. Honestly, here's a thought I've had. And, and this is just totally, this doesn't even have to do with Shohei, honestly. This could go for any, you know, big name baseball player. What's, what, why wouldn't a GM, like say, you know, Steve Cohen comes in and he offers somebody a 30 year contract, but every year after like year, once they retire. So say um, you got a player, you give him a 30 year contract. He's 30 years old when you give him the contract and you say, I will pay you this much money until you're 40. I will pay you this much money until you're 50. And I'll pay you this much money until you're 60. So that it's almost like they're collecting a retirement, but it, it falls off the books in a sense that it's, you know, way in the future and, and it's less risk as far as like the you know, what, you can, what you can offer somebody. Yeah, like Bobby Bonilla, he's still getting paid yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. Almost exactly like Bobby Bonilla. But more, more in the sense of yeah. uh, giving someone incentive to play well, because the the whole idea is to you know be able to to sign somebody of that stature forever. You don't want them to play anywhere else. So you got to backload those contracts. So when they get older, they make more money. I'm honestly surprised that. Well, Steve Cohen, he spent what almost a billion dollars this offseason. Yeah. Well, and he tried to spend more with uh, Correa. Yeah. And um, I think the Mets are going to be big players for Shohei. Yeah, yeah. I think he's going to be a front runner up. Try to get him to be a Met. Um, maybe that. Man, I hate. I hate the Mets. I hate the Mets. Pond scum. They're pond scum for sure. I can't wait to wear that shirt when they play the Mets at home this year. But yeah, I don't know. I maybe. I think Shohei's going to be either a West Coast guy or he's going to he's going to go to a, a powerhouse, you know, like a, the the Braves. I don't I don't think we have a legitimate shot of signing Shohei Otani. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't. I don't think he wants to be landlocked. I think he would yep. much rather be on one of the coasts in an East Coast or West Coast setting. I just it's going to be impossible for us to to sign somebody like that. If I'm being honest, I'm going to be a little pessimistic on that. I hope I'm wrong. You know, you don't think he wants to live at one cardinal way across the stadium? Hey, man, you know, he loves baseball. Well, so let's just, let's just build him a house underneath the stadium, if that's the case. Yeah, well, obviously, you know, St. Louis has been an impact on people. I mean, what? Albert Pools played 12 years here. Uh, Yachty played 19. Wayno's played 18. Well, Nato just made a commitment to play five more. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think guys come here to win. I think that's their main incentive. Obviously, St. Louis is landlocked. You don't have a lot of water. It's not like a, a vacation destination by any by any means. But guys come here to win, and that's whenever you got a winner, like Arenado and Goldie, they're both huge winners. And they they That's all they care about. They don't. And Arenado was talking about this the other day in an interview. He's like, I've made enough money. He's like, I I am very happy with the amount of money I am making. So it felt wrong to, you know, 
opt out to hope to get more money. He's like, I'm making plenty of money. I like where I'm at. We have a good chance to win. I, why would I throw that away? So yeah. I, I think that's the kind of players that we attract. It's not guys who like care more, more about like where they're at. They care more about who's there and, and what, and if they're winning. Yeah. But I also, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't see Otani being that kind of person either. I don't know. Maybe it's just I definitely me. think he's a winner too. And he's came out and he said, like, I want to win multiple World Series. He's like, I would be disappointed with just winning one. He's like, I am here to win multiple championships. He can't be a trout. I'm not gonna see I'm not gonna sit back and watch Otani be a trout and be elite of the elite baseball players and then never see a a World Series. Right. Let alone go to multiple, you know, postseason. Well, and I think, too, with – That's only been, what, three postseason games? Two. Two. Yeah, actually, I think you're right. I think it was three. But he – Mike Trout, I think, is the the reason that Shohei's probably not going to resign with the Angels. I think he sees how little they're willing to spend to help Trout win a championship. He's like, well, obviously – Trout and Otani are very good, but they're not going to carry a team. You've got to field uh, twenty-four other players on a team, so it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. I think I think his contract starts with a four, but it's a very like high four over like 12, 15 years, whatever, however long he wants to play for. Let him. You know, what? I'm going to put this on the record now. On well, I'll say your time on. Uh... March 12th, 2023, Shohei Otani will be a Cardinal at the end of the year. At the end of the year, you're you're bookmarking this. I'm bookmarking this, and I'm... I'm making gonna... a note. Episode six, roughly... This is what I'm thinking, Lars 40 Newmark. minutes in. Shohei. Prediction. You can't. There's no. There's no way that Lars Newbar is not selling, selling the Cardinals up for him. Well, there's yeah, no yeah, absolutely. I'm. I'm sure it's at least come up in conversation. I don't imagine they're uh, gossiping about it, but I. I definitely think that. Ask him. Yeah. Well, and and I think Lars is the kind of guy that would like casually bring it up in a joking matter, but like be like, "No, I'm serious." <laughs> yeah. You know, like I think. Uh, I think that'd be interesting. Oh, by the way, Jojo Romero, um, Cardinals pitcher in the pitch for Mexico in the bottom of the seventh. So another Cardinal making an impact. He is. He's got it out. Well, other than that, Zach, any final thoughts? Anything else? Obviously, Shohei's going to be a Cardinal, but uh, shout out to St. Louis City Soccer, 3-0. Shout out the St. Louis Battlehawks, 3-0. We live in a city of winners. The dome was 38,000 packed. 38,000, but yet St. Louis, St. Louis's economy isn't fit for a, a three professional sports teams, and we have four now. Crazy how an XFL team filled the entire stadium. <laughs> DFA Stan Kroenke. That's how I feel. <laughs> for sure. No one's claiming him off waivers either. But that's the end of the podcast. Zach, enjoy your week. Everybody else, enjoy your week as well. 
We're out of here. See ya.